and thank you for joining us on another episode of Why Theory. As always, I am your host, Ryan Engley, joined, as always, by co-host Todd McGowan. Todd, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, Ryan. Good to talk to you today. Good to talk to you today as well. And so we are finishing up our uh, our duology, our, uh, our surplus uh, duology. And uh, last episode, we hope, was of some value to you. <laughs> I know, sorry, that's a labored <laughs> pun. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> I'm done. Uh, I'm done. That was You're a, done? I'm done with yeah. that. Now, I, I mean, I thought I hit my mark on that one. Oh, yeah, you did. did you got both. <laughs> did it again. This guy won't stop. <clears throat> anyway, so we're done with that. We're done with the hacky, hacky joke minute. Um, so we're talking today about surplus enjoyment, which is a, seems like it should be a big term for Lacan. It seems like when, as we'll, as we explain it, it seems like it should be a huge idea. It seems like it should explain a lot. It seems like, yeah. I mean, he does, he does, um, he does a thing that he uh, often does with um, with terms that drop out is uh, he, there, there's a line that sounds like what he says about quilting point, that it's essential in human experience. And then, of course, he never talks about quilting point ever again after saying that about quilting point. And he does seem to say that <laughs> about uh, surplus enjoyment. Um, so there's a lot to talk about here. The connection to Marx, what the term is, what what where where it even starts, where it comes from. And just I'll, I'll say flat out this is uh it's a term its usage uh does disappear from lacan almost as quickly as it is introduced isn't that right todd well that's right in seminar 16 but then he does bring it back in just he brings it but back. It, but he brings it back in seminar 17 seminar 18 so in some of the later seminars it still recurs but it doesn't it's interesting cuz i don't think it recurs with the frequency that people use it today i think people talking about Lacan use this term a lot more than Lacan himself ever did. So that's, I think and when that's he interesting. Uses it later, I think the important thing is it is bereft of the Marxist. Connection. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Absolutely yeah. right. Absolutely right. right. Yeah. Like that just, that, that arises here and then, sorry, here in seminar 16 and then it totally disappears. Yeah. It's yeah, it's it's fascinating. It's it's an, this is another one of the so this is kind of like a backdoor episode for one of the cl- like long term claims of this uh, of this podcast that like how you can come to how you can really come to grips with Lacan is to 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 focus maybe even fixate on the terms that um, appear and then drop out or appear in a certain way and then drop out you're 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 right that like it's it's not correct to say that it drops out entirely it drops out after a third of this seminar, which will be interestingly translated officially, uh, in English, um, the Cormac By Bruce Fink. Yeah. Yep. Bruce Fink will have the translation out and I think in December. Uh, so, uh, I'd, I'd be interested to see how he, how he translates some of the stuff, but it is the title uh, of the seminar just to, just to give that is from an other to the other. And the first other is capital and the other, the second other is small. So it's about the, trajectory seemingly that's the title from the big other to the to the little other right 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 yeah and it's uh yeah yeah so there i mean there's a lot lot to lot to talk about on this a lot to talk about what changes like so this this is um uh we're gonna hit like a number of different because it'll take us forever to get through all the seminars so this will get into like a number of different ones like how would it how how this term appears here the connection to Marx, what happens to it later and where it, it it seems to have such a a clear, uh, like I, like I'll just, I'll say one thing here. When he introduces, uh, surplus enjoyment in this seminar, it is, uh, 
explicitly linked to perversion. And I don't think in the other seminars you mentioned where it comes up, I think even that is gone yeah. as, as a, as a connection. So it's like, it's really, really fascinating. So anyway, let's, uh, we've, uh, we've gone forward a bit. Let's go back. Let's talk. How does, how does, the, what is, where's, what's the connection here? Why did, why does he, why does he think to do this? Why does he link this with Marx? What's the, how does, how does the Khan justify himself in the, uh, the beginning of this, the seminar? Well, he thinks that the, I think he thinks there's an insufficiency in Marx's theory of surplus value that he mm. thinks that surplus value doesn't, that there's something in the explanation of ca- capitalism, because a lot of the seminar is trying to think about how the turn to capitalism is effectuated, right? Mm-hmm. So that, so I think he he's trying to think like, well, wait a minute, I don't think surplus value is a sufficient explanation as a cause mm. within, and, and he does think that Marx sees surplus value as a cause within the capitalist universe, but he's, he wants to say, I think that that overlooks the psychic dimension of capital, which he's trying to think through with this idea of surplus enjoyment. Mm. So that, I think that's what he's trying to, so the, so it's the beginning of, of from another to the other seminar 16 is really Lacan. It is most political, most social, most, uh, political economic. The, like he's really thinking about how, uh, a certain psychic structure has an effect on economy, mm. I think, in a way that he never does elsewhere. And I think he there's a, there's the building block, I think, of the idea that surplus enjoyment can be the basis of a theory of capitalism. That, yes. that instead yes. of surplus value, we mm. could make surplus enjoyment the the driving force of capitalism. That capitalism is structured around the attainment of and the 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 struck the 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 deployment of surplus mm. enjoyment. I think that's the I think that's the the idea that he never quite articulates because he doesn't use the term very often yeah. uh, in the seminar, which is strange. But he does. I think that's the idea that he's he's on the verge of articulating and then and then doesn't. Yeah, it's so like I mean I, this is what I led with like is what I. Um, that's what I, li- I like so much about it. it. It's just, it's so much more interesting than like d- any of the other times that he does use the term. It does seem to substitute for other, I, it, it seems to substitute more or less for jouissance later, which is a, that's a topic that's a, that we're going to have to get into because there is this, um, Todd, what's the difference between surplus enjoyment and surplus jouissance? Just very quickly. Okay. <laughs> very good question. So, uh, Lacan never, so that he never uses, it's interesting. So Russell Grigg, translating Seminar 17, uses the term surplus jouissance, and it's because he's made the decision not to translate jouissance that he has to do this. But Lacan himself never uses, never says surplus jouissance. Whenever he says surplus, what we're translating as surplus enjoyment, he always says plus de jouir. So he's using the verb form, of of enjoy of jouissance jouir, and he's saying plus de, which means more enjoyment. Or so this, this is, is a problem of it's an interesting thing in French. So so you could say plus de jouir, or you could say 
plus de joie, which means no more enjoyment. So he's he's he he loves these little puns. So it's that's completely lost, obviously, mm-hmm. in English if you say surplus enjoyment, but it's also lost if you say surplus jouissance. I think surplus jouissance is a little misleading mm-hmm. because it suggests you're leaving untranslated the word jouissance when actually you you you're you're creating you're using a French word to communicate a different word in French. That seems mm. very strange. But I, I mean, I understand why Russell Gregg did it, and I would never attack a translator because it's the worst job in, on the planet, I think. Yeah. Uh, it's just un, it's, it's poorly paid, and it's, it's, there's no reward for it at all. Uh, but I do think that there's something misleading about that. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, it would be, I guess that this would be the other thing to say about how, uh, how Grig translates it is that like that it would be interesting if that was if that was what if, if Lacan sustained what the difference was like if, if if like if there was if he did say if he did surplus jouissance and it was different from surplus enjoyment and there was there, there was a there was an intervention where he staged and he said previously I said this one thing now I'm saying this other thing Right. And, it does, and, and this other thing, right, does, he never says does, that. Does no, this, no, and he no. never, and he never no. says that. No, no, no. And I think, I think that it's, I think one of the problems he has is that jouissance itself, as he's theorized it, is excessive. It is a surplus. Yeah, it is a surplus. So right. there's a little bit of a redundancy in the term mm-hmm. that that. I, I don't I don't I think if we want to think about why he moves away from it, but I, I do think the reason he uses it is because it he's he's clearly making the link to Marx and and so in Marx in French it's plus value or plus de, plus valeur. Uh so he's 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 making that that like by using the word plus there, I think he which means surplus, he's trying he's making the connection to Marx very mm. explicitly in a yeah. way that if he just said if he just used the term jouissance or enjoyment in French, he wouldn't, he wouldn't, you wouldn't think of any connection to Marx, right? right. So I think that's why he, that's why he says it. But then it, it, it seems to open this problem of, of, well, wait a minute, what's the difference between, and he does try to articulate the difference, mm-hmm. but then, but by articulating the difference, he, he makes, he turns jouissance into something that's impossible. He says, we, we get surplus jouissance through giving up our, our jouissance, right? Like, which yeah. which occurs through uh, subjected being subjected to the signifier. So that the, the so that means that you never ever had it. So he's he's again he's really just making this surplus enjoyment into the thing that that used to be for him enjoyment or jouissance. So I think that that's I, I think that's a maybe why it's a a point of difficulty. Mm. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, uh, it's, fa- it's, I don't know. I think, I think it's fascinating. I think the whole thing is fascinating. The, like the, the, the problem of translation, the, the non continuity of using the terms in the later seminars and the, and the, like, you know, I, like I just, I put this in, I put this in the same category, even though the term does, as you, you rightly pointed out, even though the term does appear later, I just put this in the category with, with dusting and quilting point and, um, uh, I'm not sure. What, I'm not sure what other what other ideas we want to uh, throw in there that just that have this like uh, this like appear like a comet, right? Like 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 right. screaming across right. the sky, and and then it's and then it's gone, 
and and it, we right. would never never uh, never never to, never to be seen again never to be talked about um in 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 the same way just as some sort of like dim dull uh memory and this uh repetition of some of the of some of the words and it and and a kind of a seeming semblance to the right. prior usage but not a development of like what had been there so like what was there what's here that's important so like w- where we ended the last episode just to come back around and talking about uh, surplus value for um, for Marx is that like there is and it's like this isn't a he as as I was at pains to to make clear it's not like he was wrong to not have done this uh, there's not there is a a psychic dimension that is uh, not not there in Capital Volume Three uh, about surplus value and how surplus value is sustained as a but as the as the cause of of capitalism, because it, it seems as though the kind of thing that once one is made aware of it, and, and, and if enough people were to be made aware of it, then it, the the system would would fall apart. That it needs this as he he's as as he is at pains to uh, to talk about, particularly in that volume of capital, like the mystification that capital needs to seem to to work in the way that it does. It would just seem that this, this would fall apart. Um, if enough people were aware of surplus value. So is the problem that people aren't aware of it or is it difficult to, to argue or is it that there is perhaps some kind of masochistic dimension to, to, to surplus value? And this is, and this is where Lacan sees the, where he sees the psyche, where he sees like psychoanalysis can rush to, to Marx and to like kind of take this idea and like you have one half of this incredible explanation of why the, 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 the built world, uh, why it looks the way that it does and why the, the materiality of our current existence takes the shape that it does. And the other thing is, is what he's offering in the first third of this seminar. And that is the other thing too. It would be great if it was like Dosting or at least that's like a whole seminar, but this is like the first third of this one. No, and it's then, the same, Ryan. It's the same. Dosting the same. totally, oh, dis- right? it totally right. drops out of <laughs> seminar right. seven. Yeah. It's exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. It's a, yeah. it's fascinating. And then it, and then, I mean, the, the analogy is perfect because it, it, it there's these echoes later, just like Dosting gets brought mm. up in seminar 10 and then like, right. Uh, dusting is developed in seminar seven, the ethics of psychoanalysis, and then it just you get little mentions of it. But same thing here. I think it's exactly right. I think it's exactly the same. Yeah, it's, yeah. And so the what he brings to uh, to Marx, and what, I think what he, I think he he clarifies something. Sometimes we criticize um, Lacan for not being a good reader, but I think he's read Marx really, really well. Which is really that, well. Yeah, that surplus value surplus value is causal for capitalism. Yeah. It's not an effect. Yeah. And like, I mean, that is true. Like Marx tries to like, this is what he criticizes other economists of the day, like Ricardo for, um, and, and like what we w- would, you and I would criticize like contemporary, uh, you know, economists, uh, for, for thinking that like, Oh no, but it's after this process, it's after this exchange that the surplus value is created. And it's like, no, it's not, not, it is not an effect of, of relations. It is the cause of the relations. It's the cause yeah. of the ability to accumulate. And it's the, um, if we wanted to thrust another, uh, 
psychoanalytically infused term, even though it's not exactly like it is used that way in the English translation. We talked about this in the previous episode. It, this is the compulsion of, of, of capital is the, 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 the again, this causal, uh, what, what do I want to say? Uh, element yeah. for the whole, for the whole enterprise. And so Lacan sees that in Marx and then he puts this thing on it, which is that we, we have to say, it's not like it, it maybe it doesn't make sense for like for people to create surplus value for the capitalist is causal for for capitalism that that maybe fails like like why would people a priori like just like want to do that they, they they couldn't consciously want to do that that doesn't really make sense but there, so right. there has to be there has to be something there has to be something else which is that we get this surplus enjoyment from it Right. And, and, and I think that's causal. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's causal. Right. I think the other thing that it, that, sur- and, and, okay, it, Marx, of course, is, there's a certain historical element to why he, um, he's thinking before Freud. So he's not thinking about the psyche, really. Yeah, right, of course. Uh, but I think that the, I think that the other thing is that you, you, Lacan, by introducing this idea of surplus enjoyment as the cause of capitalist relations, then allows, us to understand why people are invested in it that aren't gaining any surplus value, right? Like that, right, I think right. that that's the, that's the real, I mean, Marx, I don't think has, I don't think this is controversial to say, I don't think he has an explanation for that. I mean, he just thinks that those people won't be invested in it. I mm-hmm. think that's what he mm-hmm. thinks. You know, if you're, I mean, the whole idea that you have nothing to lose, but your chains means that you're not invested in it. Yeah, and nice. I think that Lacan's point is that no, there's this surplus enjoyment that comes from that that capital is organized around, and 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 that's not something that just the the capitalist is invested in. That's something that everyone's invested in, and I mm-hmm. think that that's it, then it then I think it 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 does a lot of work for explaining why capitalism has the kind of staying power it does. Right mm-hmm. and how and and how it can be so satisfying or 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 not, but but so resilient uh, mm-hmm. for you know even for even for the people that it's even among the people that it's not giving wealth and a lot of value to. Mm-hmm. And I think that's I think that's the I think and I think you made the connection to masochism. He has a nice little section on the way. It's not very long, but on on the way that masochism functions for Freud as a metaphor for the structure of enjoyment. And I think that's, I think that really captures the, how capitalism works in terms of it's the surplus enjoyment. Like there's a re, this masochistic dimension to the, to the capital structure of enjoyment. Do you think, is this, um, I'm, this is a le- very much a leading question. So I, sh- I yes. shouldn't even make it a question, but do you think this is okay. what leads him? <laughs> do you think this is what leads him to conclude that, uh, it, Surplus enjoyment is is uh, fundamentally a perverse structure. That like there there's only like the only like the only possible explanation is like is that people have to 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 be seeking out this thing that uh, undoes you has to. It's it is interesting that he doesn't. So he has that 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 line about masochism, and he could have aligned this with the drive if he wanted, but instead if he, he wanted to. Yeah, I but know. instead he, he aligns it with perversion. What, yeah, what do you think about that? I think that's probably why he doesn't end up developing a theory of capitalism, <laughs> right? Like I think, because I think it's wrong to say that 
capitalist society is a perverse society. I just don't think mm-hmm. that's right. Mm-hmm. And I think that doesn't make any sense. Uh, and I think that it's, I think that, yeah, I think he's on the verge of saying there's a way that drive is, that the drive is operative in this, the form of, in the surplus enjoyment that capitalism is structured around. But then he, he never says that. I don't think the term, uh, drive appears in this seminar, right? Or it's certainly mm. not at any, in any length. So I mm. think that that's, mm. I think it's a good point by you. Like, I think that he, once he goes down the road of perversion, then it's, I think that maybe is where he goes a little off track, I would say. But I, I mean, mm. I think there are people that theorize capitalism as a perverse structure, but I just think it's, I just think, what I would say is that it's... You know what, very quickly, very quickly, yeah, what, what, yeah. when you're, you keep saying perverse, what do you mean by that? Well, that, that the point, I mean, he has a nice definition here that, that the point is to, 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 to transgress the law in mm-hmm. a way that actually supports it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so, yeah. so, it's a, so it's transgression for transgression's sake that then actually ends up that in it's in the it seems like it's in the guise of subverting mm-hmm. the figure of authority, but in the end, it actually upholds that figure. And so, I, I mean, it's I I don't think it's crazy to think of capitalism like that. You, I mean, mm-hmm. look at the way that all these perverse activities become sources of for the accumulation of of value, right? I mean, that that happens all the time. So yeah. I don't think that's crazy. But then that but then it. I think it it I think it missees the way in which that's normalized within the capitalist universe, mm-hmm. right? I think mm-hmm. that I think that the point is that the capitalist universe is actually structured around the excess, so that the perv- what seem like perversions aren't really they're not really perversions, and I think mm-hmm. it's just misseeing them to think that they're perversions. I guess that's how I would. Yeah. No, that's good. I mean, like, I think for like for listeners, like the I think the the contrarian is a nice mundane example yeah, yeah. of yeah. the of like like an everyday pervert. Uh, if if you want if you want to to, to go with that, like, so just the if you probably you probably know somebody, um, or I mean, this there's just so many. I think like a lot of uh, YouTube like Patreon money is or like is is sustained by people who it's just like whatever is the popular thing is like it's i'm the opposite like that's it that's right it. so like right. and and pe- people have um i, I think I, I i have been seeing this uh in, in different places on the internet that like this is how people explain like this is the like the only principle of contemporary conservatism is just to be perversion yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah, the and you I mean you it, like that um how you uh reiterating uh Lacan's like like uh logic of like you think you're transgressing but you're upholding like I I think that's a that's a nice way of describing the the Trump supporter. Like, you know, like like the the the, the appeal for for them is that like look at this transgressive figure, but like there's, you know, there's not a more there's not a more rat- retrograde or nor status quo figure than, than than Trump, but because like he what he does transgresses is secular morality. Like that seems like right. it's like it's it's structurally different when it's not right. And so right, yeah, absolutely true, absolutely true. And I I mean the like there's a great figure of surplus enjoyment. Too, yeah, right? for can, real. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I think yeah. that and, that and that's causal. I mean, I mean, like, isn't this is your, this goes back to, to like I mean, long, long, long time point of yours about like Trump being the figure of uh, of superego and superegoic enjoyment yeah. is that like yeah. this, this this injunction to uh, this injunction to surplus enjoyment is is yeah. is, is what uh, knots together his appeal. K-N-O, and I think yes. I think it ties to what you were saying about perversion too, because it's all. I, mean, I think who who is his great target? It's mm-hmm. the politically correct, the the, the those figures right. of political correctness, right, or mm-hmm. woke or whatever, right? Like yeah, that's yeah. who he. It, it, it's interesting that DeSantis, Ron DeSantis, tried, who's a, also a presidential candidate, governor of Florida, tried to adopt this he said florida is where woke comes to die or something but, yeah, but he right. just he doesn't i think what's what's what is revelatory about desantis vis-a-vis trump is that he doesn't embody that that he's he doesn't seem excessive he mm-hmm. it's 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 a bit yeah. so he doesn't embody that surplus enjoyment in the way that that trump really seems to like trump really seems to be getting off mm-hmm. on the attack on whoever he's attacking, like the, the, whatever the correct thing is. And I think, so I think that that's the, and I think it's hard to do that. It's hard to, to, to really seem like you're getting off on it and not just acting. Right. I think DeSantis, I think people think he's acting. Well, he's just acting. Todd, I, so I have a developing, uh, I have a developing take on this, on this precisely this thing. And it is directly relevant to Lacan. I think there's, um, the, and you know what? This might be another um, another one of these terms, just like the way that he does surplus enjoyment here and dusting and seven, uh, as opposed to elsewhere. But the um, the non duped air, right? Like yes. this, like this. Okay, um, Trump is a fool, and that is primary for his appeal. And DeSantis does not seem like a fool, and right. I, I I think that's. So he, he see, this is the thing. It's like, it's like that DeSantis seems like he's getting away with something <laughs> with everything that he does and th- just the way that he looks, whereas Trump avows that. And so I think there, there are two, I've been thinking about this, like this, the, like this figure of the fool. And I think there's like, there are two, two lines that I, that I'd like to put together is, is Lacan's idea, which is that like, you know, the, the non duped make an error. That's the, that's yep. would be the the English literalization of that idea, the non-duped yeah. error. And uh, DeSantis's whole thing is about not being duped, right? By right. by right. by wokeness or whatever. He because he's made that the target. Yeah. And yeah. the the thing that's that's that uh, Trump evinces that DeSantis could never is a line from Twelfth Night. One of my favorite lines is when uh, the clown Feste in that play early is making fun of uh, Mariah and um, Malvolio gets very upset and says that, you know, he needs to be censured. And Mariah says one of my favorite lines in all of Shakespeare, there is no censure in an allowed fool, meaning a fool can say whatever they want. Right. And that's Trump. He's a fool. He can say whatever he wants. And DeSantis and any, uh, any other people who are trying to follow, like there's this path they miss, I mean, this is like, this is Joan's point about Reagan in Read My Desire that like, it's, it's actually has to, I mean, it's not really something that Trump embodies or is in control of. It is just something that he evokes and he's not in control of it in the same way that no one is in control of whatever their appeal is to anybody else. But it, 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 it you, you, it's not a, 
Trump didn't make a path for other candidates. And I like I see this everywhere that people think that it's 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 really not. It's just it is specific to him because he's a fool. It be, and because he's a fool, people can trust him. And that's because and that's how he takes advantage of them. And that's why they don't care, because he's a fool. Whereas when DeSantis right. does it, he's trying to do it. And yeah. it, and and that's the whole. That's what where where the problem is. So you gotta you gotta put those two. You gotta put those two, uh, maybe even three. Like like the the two Lacanian ideas together, and then I think like that line from Shakespeare, is to to understand like the shape of this is that like the as the fool he can do what he wants, and it produces like a clown. In uh, I mean, in that play, it produces this excessive enjoyment, um, at the, at uh, his his own actions, and that is the the space to to interact with with him as figure talking him being Trump. right no and I, I think it's absolutely yeah doesn't have it i think it's absolutely right and i think that the so the indiana jones the latest indiana jones movie what's oh, okay. it called dial of destiny dial of destiny yeah yeah not a masterpiece but um okay so it, it, it's one the idea is Three there's a contemporary <laughs> there's a contemporary nazi who wants to go back into mm. the past and kill hitler Okay, interesting. And you're like, well, wait a minute. Why is the well? Because, of course, because Hitler was a terrible. He was just stupid. He was a terrible strategic mm-hmm. uh, leader of Germany. And mm-hmm. I think this is the always the fantasy, right? Like, mm-hmm. what if? And on both sides, I think they have this fantasy. What if Hitler was not Hitler, but the smarter guy? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, Slavoj Slavoj once said, "If you get the chance to go back in history and kill Hitler, you shouldn't do it." Because then that would allow some smarter person to come to power and take, you know, and then Germany would win the war. But I think that the, I'm not, I'm not intervening on that question, whether he should kill Hitler at birth or whatever. Uh, But I think the mistake of that is to think that Hitler's success, I don't mean, I mean, political Political. war success. Mm -hmm, Yes. mm -hmm. Is is I think inextricable, just like you're, the point you're making about Trump, inextricable from his status as a fool. Yeah. Right. Like you yes. can't. There, there's no. There's no smart version of Hitler. There's yes. not. That, that that doesn't exist. Like mm-hmm. the smart version of Hitler is someone like. I'm not saying I'm not comparing DeSantis to Hitler, but it's someone like DeSantis who, yeah. it, who it seems clear that he's trying to put one over on people and and. Yeah. And no one's going to go along with that, or a mm-hmm. very limited number of people are going to go along with that. I mean, the the popular way of putting it is he's a bad candidate, right? He doesn't yeah, sure. connect with the people or whatever. But it, I think it's precisely because he 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 he's not a he. Just like you're saying, he doesn't have this status as a, of a, a as a fool. And I think that that's that what it it allows. And, and I, this is something that is I think connects right wing populism to capitalism is that it's a way of mobilizing the surplus enjoyment that capitalism promises but never delivers yeah right yeah, so yeah and that's so crucial that's, it can't deliver isn't it it cannot deliver it cannot deliver and i think that is what right-wing enjoyment you really do get to at the rally beat the shit out of the reporter right mm-hmm. or you really do get on the night of broken glass you really get to go destroy all the Jewish owned stores, right? Like you, like all these, the, like the, 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 the enjoyment that capitalism promises, I think right-wing populism does more to deliver on. And I think it's, it's inextricable from the status of that 
right-wing populist as a fool. Mm-hmm. That I mean, there's a real link between enjoyment and and foolishness or, or stupidity, right? Yeah. Like I think that that's that it's just that that can't be understated. Like it, it's I think that the that not it, not that you can't uh, enjoy yourself when you know something, but I I think that there, that there that knowledge is a barrier to enjoyment. I mean, Lacan does say that in this seminar. He says, mm-hmm. you know, once that the, that the signifier is, or the field of the big other is a terrain stripped of, of surplus enjoyment. So I think that that's a, you know, yeah. I think that that's, that's such a good point by you that the, 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 the figure of the fool is the vehicle mm-hmm. for that surplus enjoyment. Because what they, what they, um, what they sustain is uh, like even if you wanted to do it, I think in a common sense way, like what you just said, like you, like knowledge and enjoyment don't they don't go together. Um, yeah. So you so to enjoy like so even again in a really really mundane way, which is like you know you shouldn't have to go back to some famous examples the whole sleeve of Oreos or the whole bag <laughs> of Lay's potato chips. You know you right. shouldn't because it's bad, and that can't s- stop you that has to be the reason why you do it. And that's to generate, again, this like in this really mundane way, this like this surplus jouis. Uh, no, I just did it, surplus jouis. You surplus just did it, yeah. I just did it. The but, surplus but, but, enjoyment. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Ryan, that's such a great example because you, it's the, the, the term is disavow, right? Like you can't, yeah. mm-hmm. you have to disavow what you know at the yes. moment you're enjoying. Like that's what, like I know very well that these Oreos are killing me. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to eat them all the same. I mean, yeah. that's what, that's the, that's the form. I mean, the formula for disavow is not about Oreos, but uh, it should be. Right? <laughs> no, like, I think it, it is. I'm, that, I feel like I'm pretty sure. You, you think that. that that's the I Claude Maloney? I think you're or, quoting for it. Uh, yeah, I yeah, wouldn't. Or Octave Maloney. It's not Claude Maloney. Yeah, it's yeah. it's Octave Maloney has that very formula, very famous formula. Je sais bien, mais je sais bien, mais quand même. Like I know very well, but nonetheless, right? Like yes. that. Yeah. And that, I think that's the that has to be operative for surplus enjoyment to be, to be obtained. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's, and I think that that's what the figure of the fool, they, they highlight that. They yeah. highlight that. They highlight this ability to, they highlight the non knowledge is not going to get in our way here. I think that's right. what they're saying. Right. Yeah. They're not, don't worry. And I think that's why the university professor, <laughs> us, like <laughs> we're the enemy. We're the enemy, right? Like it's mm. that th- that's because th- like that knowledge is the that's the problem. That's the barrier to enjoyment, both both scientifically or nutritionally, scientifically and politically. Like we, what do we know? We know racism is bad socially. We know homophobia is bad. We know all these things are, and so to transgress those things is is becomes a, a way to access surplus enjoyment. Yeah, it's well. They 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 make a terrain where being naive has uh, has a, an excessive like it's a, an actually an excessive knowledge is to be naive. Like oh, it's just you know it, it it's it's uh, foolish to not use oil when we're just we just got we're all set up for it. It's all these people they think they're smarter. It's like no no. It's like so the the the, na- the naive thing becomes. The more intelligent thing, but also, it's it's still naive, and then and that underwrites the uh, the 
the surplus enjoyment like that like that's that has to, that has to be at the at the center of this and 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 and, and like that that's why that's why I like it, the Lacanian intervention here is it, it, the, the the two ha- like the first third of this and then capital volume three I just think like just so important to to so put together it, right. because right. It, it it explains I mean it explains so much I mean like it explains materially how how this system propels itself but then also like the the Lacanian like intervention and he, it and it is an intervention because he does talk about Marx at length um, that and he you know it's not just it's not just Marx says surplus value I'm gonna say surplus uh, enjoyment it's he he uses I I, lo- I love this line so much from him and I I'm I, I hope that Fink keeps it the same as the way that Gallagher has translated the, like the, this line but um, Lacan says that what he's doing is a homology and he's like a homology between surplus enjoyment and surplus value. And he's right. really, really clear. He says it's not an analogy. Okay. It's not like this is like that. It's the exact same thing as at stake. That's, that's the line. That's what that, that I hope is, is, is maintained in the uh, official translation that a homology means the exact same thing as at stake. And it's, uh, I, I think a, a, just a, you know, it's a tremendous insight from uh, from Lacan, yeah. and 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 like and hugely important and directly relevant as we as we're saying to like understanding contemporary politics. Because if you, you know, uh, we we kind of took on some of these issues from the perspective of wild psychoanalysis. You know, in Freud's, uh, you know, really wonderful idea that knowledge does not cure the symptom, and and right. where we see that the most is in. Uh, you know, mainstream liberal press, which is like, how can people be deceived by this? How can people like, like, sh- don't, don't people know that they're the ones being taken va- advantage of by Trump? Like, how can they continue to vote for, how, how can they continue to support him when he, he uses their donations for his legal fees? Like how, <laughs> right. can, you know, like right. how, and you have to have the, you have to have the, the Lacanian, the, the psychoanalytic, uh, supplement here because it's not a supplement it's like as we're showing, it's it's causal it's like please yeah. like yes please take advantage of me actually right there is right. a because that's the only way that i can get surplus enjoyment and it's not just I a, think it's not, not just a trump voter just sorry just not just a trump voter it's like that's us as workers please take advantage absolutely of me. it's absolutely. the only way i can absolutely. have surplus enjoyment yeah absolutely i i was just thinking that your point is so good that the lack of knowledge we have to see the lack of knowledge as itself already an excess, yes. right? Like, like it's not an, it's not a, it's not a, just an absence. And that's what, that's the problem with any news organization that tries mm-hmm. to provide additional information to people. Like what they think that the lack of knowledge is a real, it's just a lack, mm-hmm. but they don't see that the naivete, as you pointed out, is a, is itself a surplus. That's mm-hmm. the form that surplus enjoyment takes. I think that that's, once you see that, then, it becomes much more complicated to try to undo yeah. that position. I mean, I don't think it's, I think it's very hard to undo it. I don't think I, it's not like, Oh, that's just stupid. All we need to do is this easy thing. Right. I don't think, I don't think that's, I don't think there is an easy thing, but I think it's, what's fascinating is the tie I think between the success of right wing pop, populism and the way that capitalism, the whole structure of capitalism. Like, I think that, I think, the implicate he doesn't say this, but I think the implication of when Lacan coins this idea of surplus enjoyment is, and and ties it directly to surplus value and and capital is that all of a sudden we have a structure. Not all of a sudden it developed 
historically over a long period of time. But in modernity, capitalism, all of a sudden, it's, I just said it again, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's slowly developed into a form where the society is organized around this excess, not around any kind of good or any kind of stability. Mm-hmm. Or you could say it's organized around production rather than its own reproduction. And I right. think that's a, that seems like a fundamental shift. And so then reproduction just becomes accidental. So it's no, it's no coincidence that the planet is becoming uninhabitable, right? Because reproduction isn't really, that's not the concern of the system. The concern of the system is how do we produce excessively? No, hold hold on. I want to nail down this point that you just made because people, I I think, I I, I see this this slip. This is, I think, a really good point by you. If reproduction was the the purpose, then actually there'd be an injunction and an inclination towards sustainability. That's the point you're making, right? Right, absolutely. And there's there's not, so it's it's production and that's that's divorced. It's production. That's really nice. It's totally divorced. Like reproduction... If the society happens to reproduce itself, it's just an accident yeah. of the process of production because precisely this idea that surplus enjoyment is the driving center of, mm-hmm. of capitalist society. I mean, it's just just a little stupid example. Mm-hmm. Like when you if, you, if you have, if anyone's ever, <laughs> I've only bought one in my life, but if you ever <laughs> bought a new car, or you can imagine you've seen people buy them. Uh, you when you drive it off the lot, it loses two thousand dollars, whatever, in value, an immense amount of value relative yeah. to its total value. What it's losing is precisely this this surplus enjoyment, right? Like it has that when it's on the lot and you're looking at it, it has this surplus enjoyment attached to it. But once you're driving it, it's just a car that's getting you from point A to point B. So it loses yeah. that. It loses that excess that it has when it's when you're looking at it. It has a certain kind of smell, and it you know it, the 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 dealers making it attractive and all these things. So I think that that, <laughs> or I mean, I think I, I actually think that's true with any product you buy. Yeah, no, there's Todd. There's I'm I'm reminded immediately. I've mentioned this this show a couple times. The the, um, the Venture Brothers, one of my favorite television shows, which. The, my favorite movie that came out on July 21st was neither Oppenheimer nor Barbie, but it was, uh, oh, what is the name of it? It's uh, Radiant is the Blood of the Baboon Heart. It was the, uh, the, <laughs> end of, uh, the end of the Venture Brothers. That was my favorite movie that came out that day. Um, wow. And there's, there's an episode in season four that jumps all through different time. And the way that it, the only way that you can know where temporally you, you are in relation to anything else that happens that season is that one of the characters gives to another character Actually, you know what's funny? In this episode is uh, there are Nazis that want to clone Hitler in this, so it is relevant <laughs> to things we've talked about. Um, yeah. and, it, and they are, of course, referencing uh, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark in this. But um, one character gives to another one a, um, a, a mint uh, condition, I, b- I believe, of uh, Action Comics, number one. Uh, which is where Superman is introduced, I believe, like yeah. in DC. So there's um, comics are rated, it's, they're CCG rated, and that's the, that's the, I think the organization that assigns them like a dollar value. And so anyway, this one character gives it to, to another one who doesn't even think it's, it's worth any money. And so gives it to his son and he opens it from the, 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 the packing. It had never been opened before. And so in the top corner of the screen, you just see the dollar value go down like every second that he's reading it and looking. And that's how they do. That's how you can tell what 
is happening in the episode in relation to something else is what's the dollar value of the of, of the action comics number one. So like. I don't know. Someone should do that for a car because that's, a, I think, a much more like a much more relatable experience. Just as you said it, like I think that would be a great way to do a movie. Like is like in the beginning, a character buys a new car, and then just in the top corner, like you just see the value. The value that's goes how, that's down, how you can tell. Yeah, yeah, down, yeah, yeah, down yeah. the whole time. Yeah. yeah, I love that because <laughs> that that example is so good because as he's using it, yeah. it loses yes. its value, right? Like I think that the. The, the fundamental opposition is, I mean, Marx makes this opposition between exchange value and use value. But mm-hmm. I think the, in, what we call it, the enjoyment value yes. <laughs> uh, is, is also tied to its inutility, right? Like yes. it's not being used or its lack of ability to be used. That's why I think the most valuable things in capitalist society are always the most useless things. Yes. And the things that are, the things that have a clear utility, we're like, okay, that's fine. I'll just get, it doesn't have the same, the same draw to it. That's why you keep action. If you buy action figures or something, you keep them in the package. Yeah. If you want to sustain their value. Right. Right. And I think they're, what are you sustaining? It's their surplus enjoyment at the expense of their, of their use value. So I think that, 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 in the way, in the same way that Marx opposes exchange value and use value, Lacan implicitly doesn't do this, but I mm. think there is a the similar kind of opposition between surplus enjoyment and and use value. And I think capitalist society doesn't the same thing with production and reproduction. I think uses are are secondary. Mm-hmm. Like it would be better. I think the the capitalist dream is to just produce only useless crap. <laughs> and, and not have to have and produce no food that's edible and no th- uh, no clothes that people can right like they think that the the people that are the the capitalists that are stuck producing useful things mm-hmm. are the one they're really on the bottom of the barrel it seems mm. to me that's pretty good so would you so would you say that the um like as the as the as the as the value <laughs> as the value of your car goes down your like your surplus enjoyment goes up I think that's right. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, be, yeah. And because that's the, because this is the whole thing. I mean, I think, again, we go back to the Russell Grigg thing. You can see where, you know, why Jouissance enters into the, enters the chat because it's this cut that you seek, you know? And so that's the link. So the appeal, like, I think you would say from a second, like, perspective the appeal of the new car is precisely that it will like it is going to tank value the second you have it. <laughs> right. like you're gonna right. you're gonna bring right. you're gonna bring your uh your uh king midas in reverse touch to uh to the uh to the to car. everything yeah to everything because I mean, you do that yeah. to everything because you do that to everything yeah. the second you touch yeah. something yeah uh, which is which is why I, I this is uh, I may or well I've, I said a long time ago that with uh, about with regard to the iPhone that people don't want iPhones they want the box me included because yes. I have the box yes. for everything I mean yes. that I think is the, like that's why like I, I'm uh, I have this you know I, I think I mentioned in the last episode like this is a different um, this is a new microphone for me it's the same one as the old one um, but I have the the box is just immediately to my left like I still have it. <laughs> Like it's just absolutely pointless. Like I have, I have all these, I have all these electronic boxes. It's ruined an entire room of the house because I have too many of them. They're huge. Yes. 
So yeah. like it, we've actually closed it off from the rest of the house. And Kara's just like, you can put, you can put your stupid boxes in here, and that's it. And 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 I mean, I think what 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 else is there on this other than like you know I. I'm trying to I'm trying to have the I'm trying to have the two things I like to be like like I'm trying to hedge against my surplus enjoyment by like you know but if I keep the box right if I keep the box right. really nice if I keep it perfect it's like then then it still maintains some of the value it had before I had it and brought my shitty life to it to d- depreciate its uh you know its exchange value or well or, that's you know, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that I, it's fascinating because it's the you're getting at exactly the way that you have this idea of surplus enjoyment, and then you have the enjoyment that you actually get from destroying that yes. sur, that value that's in it, right? Like yes. I think that that's why if 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 capitalism only had one, it mm-hmm. wouldn't be successful, right? If it just had so if it just had oh, you get, all you do is continually destroy the enjoyment value of your thing and that's how you enjoy it, then that would, then, okay, it wouldn't, how would it seduce you to then buy new things? It wouldn't. Right. But but if you only had this image of enjoyment and then every time you use something, you, you, you detracted for you, 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 you just detracted from it and you didn't get enjoyment out of that, then that would never, you'd feel, you'd live a life bereft of any enjoyment at all. So I think that, I think it has to work on both sides. It has to have on the one hand, the ideal attached to the, the thing in the box, not Mm. used. And then (laughs) your continual use of it that destroys this value (laughs) of it, that then that provides you, that's this masochistic dimension of, of enjoyment that Lacan discusses in, in the seminar. So I think that that's really, I think that it has to do both things at once or it wouldn't, it just wouldn't work. Yeah. And the, and the whole, I, yeah. And I think like, it's important as you, as you played it out that like this, this did develop, like this developed gradually that, you know, it, to the point where it does seem like, I mean, this is the, what, what is it that Marx only uses the word reification or the way that, that word that gets translated that way only like the one time. But only that, the one time. Only the yeah. one time. But and then that's like, Lukács makes it into Lukács, a, right. into a real, thing right well but that i mean so what was reification is when something uh that is produced that is um uh what would you say like is is uh contingent comes to seem as though like it's contingent on the relations material relations of something else comes to feel as though it is a natural order of the world yeah yeah Yeah, i think that's right i think or i mean what you were going to say is something that uh is the product of a labor Mm. The the when you 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 when you relate to it as a thing, the labor disappears from it, right? Like yeah. you don't see the labor. Like we, I mean, I think that's true of almost everything. We look at the phone, we don't see the yeah. labor in it. We look at the computer, we don't see the labor. We look at the table, we don't see the labor that produced it, and we don't even we never think of that. We just no. it's, we just treat it as reified, and 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 that's not seeing the relation is mm. the is the key to reification, and I think that that. That not seeing that is part of the way that the enjoy. That's again this way that knowledge and enjoyment are at odds with each other. Right? Like mm-hmm. it's hard to enjoy the thing that you see the labor in, so you have to disavow that knowledge to be able to enjoy it. Right? Like if every time you use the phone, you thought about people, di- the kids digging for cobalt, you, yeah. it, it would be hard to enjoy the phone. Really, I think mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that. I think that that that's again this opposition between knowledge and 
enjoyment manifested in the in the relation to the commodity. And the only way to get a, and the only way really you you get along like psychically with that is that like well everybody does it too. Right. So if, if I'm guilty, so is everybody else. And right. And then and yeah, yeah. I think that's or to. Th- I mean, I don't know. Do you? I don't even know if that. Do you think that works? I just think people just don't think about it. I think, I think that's they true. Just well, the, the, it's that's true. I mean, but the thing is, the, as as I like to to point out, is that like the. I mean, this is this is why it's. Um, I think it matters that that this was a slow. It was a slow develop, like historical development, to yeah, lead to this yeah. system because it, for one, and that increases the idea that it's natural and this is the way that the world works and right. that, like, right. and that, like, oh, it, this is just what people do to each other and it's, like, that's, I mean, like, society would have never developed if that, if that, if that, if the, the, quote, natural human urge is just to take advantage of other people. Like, we were just, <laughs> right. it would have just simply never happened. So, right. so that, so that's not correct. But, so the, again, the slow inclination toward this, the system that we have, w- what it does is it, like, if you if you you know you happen to be born in the parts of the world that you and I were born in, like you you're inaugurated into the system, and it's like you there's there's just so many things where like you didn't have an option not to do it, you know. So if, right. if there if there if there was a choice, it would be very different if you had a choice to engage in that. Now there is a difference between engaging in commerce. And engaging in capitalism, so, but like I don't even I like and I, no one I don't think there's just not a way to not engage in commerce uh, in right the, in the in the Western world and the developed world. It's just like that's not possible. But like it's also true. Like you 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 have to be a part of the capitalist thing the uh, that that extracts surplus value through abusive practices that also happen to you relative to whatever, you know, your, your industry happens to be in. And also that that produces surplus enjoyment. Like, like even just with this thing with the phone. Okay. Like if you wanted to say, so Kara has a flip phone and I don't mean a foldable phone. I mean a flip phone. It is in an old, and she doesn't do it as like a, as a, I don't know, like a joke or whatever. Like it's just, it's genuine. She doesn't want to have a smartphone. And I'll just tell you, it's really hard for her to exist in the world and do mundane right. things unless I'm there with my iPhone. It's, it, and, and this is how, again, this is just related to the phone, but there are just so many different things that like you, if you wanted to be a conscientious objector, you, you kind of you can't. It's like saying no to the terms of service agreement. It's not like yes. you can't you can't say like well I don't agree and then you get like a partial access <laughs> then you to get the product to, right no, yeah, I know I know it does it doesn't the wor- exist. isn't the worst thing is the worst thing is she couldn't go to an NFL game that she is, just couldn't get in yeah <laughs> that seems to be that seems to be the tragedy of that her would be position. that is the great tragedy of it well and then yeah. and now it's like with with planes like I mean you told me this is that like the, the paper tickets are being uh, slowly they're done being away w- with. W- yeah, they are. They are. You know, right. and and so right. and anyway, so it's just like that's the whole. That's, that's also the thing. part of class warfare, don't you think? Yes. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, 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 if you, yeah. I mean, a, a smartphone is not <laughs> inexpensive. No, I mean it's true. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's yeah. It's the, like it's a create. I think it's a kind of a creation of a judge dread world where <laughs> certain people are inside and certain people are outside and right. The right. worker for Delta is patrolling the border, right? Like they're, <laughs> they're, uh, you know, I, I'm. I think that's right. I think that they, you know, the 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 the, the, the making everything only 
accessible through the phone is a way of keeping certain people not in that yeah. situation. Yeah. 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 But it's I, a, yeah. creating it. Well, I mean, it's sustaining the division that already exists, you know, yeah. like it, it, and, and highlighting yeah. it. Like, like, and so then what do you get for that? Well, you get the surplus enjoyment of being part of the in group at the expense of the fact that there is an out group, you know, like, right. and, and right. that there being an out group is a choice and, and, and a choice that we all partake in, in like some little piece of it. I know. And I think your point is really good that, 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 that even partaking in the in-group is not, it's a forced choice. And it's yes. like, the, it's like the terms yes. of a, agreement check that yes. you can't, if you don't check it, you're not, you, you, you can't play. Right. So yeah, I think that, that <laughs> yeah, I think that that's really good. I think that the, and I think it's a way, again, I think it's a way that you can see that how the surplus is attached to the capitalist structure and the surplus enjoyment, like that's part of it. Like the, you're to even get into it, you have to, there's not, it's not just a neutral ground. It's, you already have to opt into this excessive position relative to the, to the symbolic structure or whatever it is. Yeah. Well, Todd, like, I mean, it's, it's obvious with the terms of service thing, but like walk into a store and you have implicitly checked off the terms of service box that you're going to agree to it or, you don't, you don't get to, you don't, you don't get to like, you can't be terrible to everybody. You can't like steal four things from the store right. and then buy one. Right. And then it's <laughs> like, like, like that's like, so we, all the time you walk into anywhere, you're, you're agreeing to terms of service. Like that, that's, right. that's, that's how, that's how this, that's how the whole operation works. Right. And I think that you have to think about that in terms of surplus enjoyment, not, yes. It's you know it's not just a, a ordin it's it's not just a entry fee it's a right. it's a enjoyment fee that you yeah. you get you get access to it and I think that's why it's appealing right? mm-hmm. there's something appealing about even going into a store or even getting access to a to a website or something there's you feel like you're 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 let into that site of enjoyment and then well Todd I mean this is I think uh, this happens to me I would be I I cannot imagine I am the only person who does this where I'm in a grocery store and I look at other people I'm like they're not doing grocery shopping very well like (laughs) like like for like for like a multitude of different reasons they're like they're walking against the flow of the way the store is designed and I'm being the person who's going along with it their shopping cart doesn't look very good can't believe they got those two items instead of this other one. Like there's just all kinds of like like there's just all kinds of things that that like that produce this <laughs> that produce the, the um like uh, that uh, I would put say it this way that produce opportunities for surplus enjoyment to sustain your investment in the machine. That's as, right. As such. That's right. And it that's and right. it, it, it right. all happens like invisibly. You know, like like and 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 if because if it was all so visible, if everything was like the terms of service thing. I, like it would, this, the, th- the whole thing would be too conscious. It'd be just like, you know, if it'd be like if every product like you got like did come with like a, a real horror documentary of how like the thing was made. Like you just like, you know, you would you 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 would cease to engage. Like we would you you would have to, I think, end up like what was what's the choice? Like you, you don't engage or you or um, demand that things have to be like meaningfully different, but then that does like even, even like that, I think there's a moralism to that. That is appealing that like if everybody knew, well then surely we would demand a thing, but that misses precisely the thing that Lacan is talking about here, which is the like, and, and it's why it's a, 
it's a, well, it's why it's a shame that the engagement isn't sustained here and in other texts, which is that like, this is, if this, if, if surplus enjoyment is causal, it means that it, it does in some way make a pre-apology for the abuses that you do later learn about. And, and so to take, so to take apart the system, it, you do have to also take apart the, your coordinates to enjoyment. And I, and I think that those two projects have to be done. They would have to be done simultaneously because if the whole system works with these two things as a homology, then the only way to offer up an alternative is, is like there has to be an, like an assault on enjoyment that also doesn't also produce surplus enjoyment. You know what I mean? Like, like, like that, yeah. that well, like that, like that assault doesn't like, like you can't do it cynically by, by that by, is what I mean. Where like you are in this, you're in the position of like the only person who's offering the alternative, but what you're doing is you're offering something that's impossible. And the very nature of its impossibility sustains your enjoyment because you're now special and different and you're refusing to engage right, in the abuse. Right, you know what I mean? Right. Like, like that, like it has to be very, very carefully thought together the material and the psychical if one has an investment or an inclination to want to change the system that we are all inaugurated into after we're born yeah i think that that i love the point that you all the knowledge doesn't affect you because you've already you've already got the surplus enjoyment at the beginning right like that's that's what you're saying when you say it's causal right like you so to to allow the knowledge to affect you would mean to would 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 imply that you have to you have to abandon that surplus enjoyment that has sustained your existence up until that point. Yeah. So I don't I think that that's really I think it's really difficult and I think but then your second point that we have to in some way if you're going to address that system then you have to in some way I think there's a, there's two things, right? You have to, in some way, not produce, add to that yes. <laughs> excess of yeah. enjoyment, but then you also have to do it in an enjoyable way. Yeah. I think that's the key. Like you can't, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. no one can, pre- you can't preach to someone, give up all your, this is, the problem yeah. is that if you preach to someone, give up all your enjoyment. This is, I think, the Peter Singer position, right? Mm-hmm. The, 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 he, his position is, look, we are enjoying too much, mm-hmm. and if we we're, we have all this excess, and if we just give like, I don't know, he has a percentage like fifteen percent or something to global charities, then we can mm-hmm. eliminate hunger and all these things, right? And no one needs to die, star, no one needs to starve to death, all this. Mm-hmm. So that's fine, but his. I mean, the biggest problem is that it doesn't address the capitalist system that produces those yes, things yeah, in yeah, the first yeah. place. Yeah. So that's a huge problem. Many people have said that about his position. Uh, but I think the other problem is that he doesn't, he, he, it's exactly what you just said. He gets an enjoyment out of that renunciation, <laughs> yeah. but he yeah. doesn't provide access to that enjoyment for the people he's trying to convince. Mm-hmm. Right? Like there has to be, there has to be your. The, the the response to capitalism has to itself have a way of formulating enjoyment or no one is going to buy it. No one is going to, no one's going to say like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do. And, and I don't think survival is enough. I don't think yeah. you can say, yeah. oh, the survival of the planet. People don't care. 
And I yeah. think that's the, I think in a way that's the genius of capitalism, that it understands that we care much more about our surplus enjoyment than we care about our, our, the good, like our mm. survival or what's useless or, or whatever. And I think that that, I think capitalism didn't change people. Mm-hmm. They've always thought that, but it made that principle into its, its, it made that into its structuring principle. And I think that's the difference. But I think if you're going to address it, you have to address it in those terms. Yeah. Uh, no, I completely agree. I mean, I think, I mean, cause if you, if, if you are someone who's listening or, or you, or you've read Marx and then you're excited to read, um, seminar 16 when it is officially, uh, released in English in, uh, in December from the Fink translation, or you're dying to get to it a little bit and you'll take anything you can get and you want the, uh, Cormac, uh, Gallagher, um, translation, which is available on the website called Lacan in Ireland. Uh, anybody yeah. can, can download it there. Um, and you become like, if you, you're, you're reading this to the letter and, and you're, you're, you, you find it convincing, then like you, you have to, you got, you have to agree with both positions that surplus value is causal, but all the homology of surplus enjoyment is like these two things, like they, 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 they are, uh, are webbed together and that they can't be unwebbed and you can't, you, you can't have one without the other and that they aren't, uh, effects of the system and that a different system will, you know, it'll produce different kinds of surpluses. It's like, no, no, this is, this is, this is, this is causal. This is where the whole, this is the, where the thing comes from. This is where it, it resonates psychically. It's where it resonates materially. So then just as you're, just as you're saying that like any, any solution has to, has to tackle both of these at the same time. And I think there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of really good work that does uh, either like separately, you know, like. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point, man. That's a good point that, that there are, there are certain one, certain works that are, addressing surplus enjoyment and then others that are addressing surplus value. But then there, there, I, I don't know of the work that really si- situates surplus enjoyment at the heart of capitalism in the mm-hmm. way that Lacan is suggesting, but then mm-hmm. not fully theorizing. Right. Yeah. Like I don't know that that exists yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Yeah. I think Thomas Piketty would have to uh, agree to write a book with us. And then, then we could. Do that would that. be nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although it'd be too long. I mean, these books are all—they're all so long. <laughs> Shorten those things a little yeah. bit. Uh, a lot of facts. A lot, a lot of facts. facts. A lot of fa- <laughs> a lot of facts. A lot of good work. A lot of facts. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of, yeah. But you're right. Like he's someone who addresses surplus value. But then, even though his his the book Capital and Ideology, which is the more recent one than Capital in the 21st Century, mm-hmm. that the the second one. He tries to address ideology. He does address ideology, but he doesn't. He still isn't thinking about it in psychic terms, mm-hmm, right? And mm-hmm. so that I think that that's the the problem with that that line of. I mean, I think he's great, but I think that that there, just as you're saying, there's no one that brings together the two the two things. It's hard. I think it's hard. I mean, like I like I uh, I would love to say like oh you and I can do it, but like I certainly don't understand economics the way that he does. You know, it, 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 and, but maybe that's not necessary for, for this kind of, uh, for, for this, for this kind of, uh, intervention, but it's like, I, I, I do think it, it, it's like, I think if you, like, if you really take it seriously and I, and I do kind of think like one of the things I wanted to do is just to, to kind of speculate, cause it's kind of all we have is like, why, 
this particular uh, configuration, why this like very like ardently argued for configuration of uh, surplus enjoyment as a homology with surplus value, why why that drops like with that this the Marxist dimension, the political dimension, like why it drops out even within this seminar. And, um, I don't know, like, I, like I do like maybe, maybe, maybe Lacan saw it like far ahead and was like, Hmm, the road that I have to travel with this argument is, uh, like it, it like I, I have to play, I have to play out, um, a tie that I'm, I'm not actually that invested in, in untying. Like like it, the yeah. like the particularly the material and like the capitalist dimension that the interest for him is just where the material uh, investigation done by Marx opens something for him to explore about the psyche and that's what his interest is and so that's it like act, like playing out the consequences of that marriage not really what 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 he's he's interested in i think we also suggested maybe tying it to perversion and not drive might yeah have made like a, a brick wall um in the in, in the path of, of of playing out consequences that it doesn't need to be there like I, I don't think there is i don't think he i don't think there's a necessary relation between surplus enjoyment and and perversion in the way that for sure asserts. not. For yeah. sure not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure not. I, I just think he he I almost think he's impatient. He doesn't wanna <laughs> he does I mean part of that's it is these are seminars. They're not they're not books. And so mm. he's not he never wrote a book. He wrote essays and, and then gave oral seminars and I think he, he, he just was going on to other things. He just was mm-hmm. that that's enough of that. I, I just think he, he wasn't gonna develop a full theory of cap. I don't think his interest was in capitalism per se. He wasn't a leftist as we've mm-hmm. talked about before. So I don't think he, as he makes clear in this with his criticism of uh, May 68, which is, which is, that's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So I, I don't think that, yeah, I don't think he, I don't think that's his, I, I do think he provides the basis for a real thoroughgoing uh, analysis of what drives capitalism. But then I think he just, uh, as you as you point out, he just abandons it, and then mm-hmm. and, and then the next seminar will be about the four discourses. So it's right. it it really goes away from any attempt at a general theory. Mm-hmm. I think of mm-hmm. of of capitalist relations of production. So yeah, so that's that's that, <laughs> and that is that. I believe that's a uh, Goodfellows. Um, uh, that is is yeah. it Goodfellows? Uh, wow, and wow. that. Is that yeah? Uh, but that's right. not, what's that, the lesson, Ryan? So I have a I have a, I have a, an argument. Okay. That the that the lesson is Wally. I think that's right. And yeah. should I explain? I'm going to explain a little. Yes, bit. explain. Um, explain. Because I think <clears throat> it's just one of my favorite one of my favorite moments in uh in in recent cinema, and I I think I may actually write about this in a in a chapter in in my book. It's coming. Don't, don't worry. It's, it's happening. Um, uh, it'll be, it'll be done. It'll be, it'll be done soon. Um, Wally. Okay. So if I'm sure people are familiar enough with the film, but, uh, it's, if you, if you're not, uh, the Pixar film about a, uh, a robot, a lone robot whose friend is a, uh, I believe a cricket 
or maybe it's a cockroach. I'm not really, I don't really remember. Those are yeah, the only, oh. um, and what his job is, is to like trash compact earth, which is completely deserted. So he had this, right. he was programmed and there are other units, the same as him to, uh, just take the trash on like a, the ir- like irradiated wasteland of earth and to just compact it, to move it around. And so he lives in this kind of trash world. That's the only thing that he knows. And uh, one day a more futuristic robot shows up and is scanning the, the, uh, the, the earth for something. And one day Wally had previously to this robot showing up, Wally had found something that he'd never seen before, which was uh, a, a little green shoot coming out of the, again, the barren wasteland irradiated earth. And so not knowing what it was, not, it wasn't, it certainly wasn't trash. He scooped it up and, and he, and he kept it in his little like hovel home that he, that he's put together. Uh, and when this other robot finds it and finds that it's like you later learn, like finds that it's organic matter takes it and takes it back to the ship. And so Wally goes on this adventure from earth into wh- wh- where humanity currently is and where humanity currently is, is on a spaceship that is just like endlessly like orbiting earth or just like traveling throughout the the universe. And this chain of events sets off where the people um, in the future who are all, um, I think what we would consider obese and have even lost bones, like bone density, because everyone is just in a chair, like just endlessly like sedentary, Sedentary like, yeah, yeah. yeah, Just like, just complete, complete sedentary life being moved around in chair, like, like just constantly eating and consuming again and over and over and over. And the captain of the ship runs into these people and finds out something about like learns about earth and is finally starting to like to ask questions about like what's going on and, and becomes so inspired by what he learns about the planet earth that he wants to set a course for it. And the computer, the ship computer says no. And the captain is like, I'm the captain. Like, like we're going to set, set a course for earth. And the ship computer sort of reveals that it's, it's been in kind of control the whole time and says, no, we can't chart a course to earth. Mankind will not survive on earth. And when he shouts at it is, I don't want to survive. I want to live now that's in many movies. I, I, I assume like in, in, in other things, but there is a, there is a difference in this film because they do go to earth and what they choose to do is something that is like deeply masochistic. As you said, they're sedentary. Like there are people who like starting to walk for like the first time in their lives. And they come to like, again, an irradiated wasteland of a planet uh, to live. And so like, it's this, I think this acceptance of a massive cut to fundamentally realter the shape of society. And I think that like, that gets at, um, I think that gets at the material and the, the psychical uh, dimensions of, of the homology at the same time. that yeah. Lacan notes. Yeah. So that's, that's, yeah, that's yeah. my case. That's, that's pretty great. That's pretty great. I, I was afraid you were going to say judge dread because I <laughs> sadly mentioned that. Which, uh, do you, do you like the, the recent one? I do. I think it's better. Yeah. 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 I think it's better, but it's that's a, not a high bar to <laughs> get over. That's classic Stallone I, though. I mean, like I, I don't, yeah, it is. of the eighties yeah. action guys, I actually, apart from Rocky, I don't, well, you know what? First blood is okay, but I, I definitely prefer, I prefer Schwarzenegger. I think. Oh, I do too. For sure. Yeah. For Stallone's yeah. is terrible. I mean, his, yeah. his movie choices are <laughs> terrible too. I mean, it's just, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, Rambo is, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. It's yeah. pure ideology. Yeah. That's true. 
That's true. That's true. Whereas Schwarzenegger, I mean, Terminator 2, that's that's okay. not pure ideology. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's pretty good. And him passing on the script to Commando 2 became Die Hard. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I story. did not know that. True Commando's story. a fine film, too. Fine so. film. Yeah. Yeah. Destroy all of South America to uh, to rescue one little special little girl. That's, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you could see it that way. You could see, right. you could see it that way. <laughs> all right. Over and out, Ryan. Over and out, Todd.